talking more of the good stuff. I'm Pumi Mashiko. It's five minutes past 12 and you're tuned into Womanda. And as we do every Wednesday, we're chatting all things girly. And today is a super special show because today I'm talking chick lit with a difference. African erotica. That's what I'm talking about. You can join the conversation, join the chat, and you can call us into the studio on 0861-555-189, or you can WhatsApp us, or you can Instagram us, or you can Facebook us, or you can get us on um, at cliffcentral.com, cliffcentral.com, or on Pumimasheho at Pumimasheho01, which is my personal Twitter handle, and we're having... um Racy conversation. That was Angelique Kijo with Voodoo Child, and we're going to be talking a whole lot of sexual voodoo. This is one of those weeks in the calendar that are so, so busy. On Monday, it was the Grammys. Sunday night, Monday night, it was the Grammys. And the reason we played Angelique Kijo is because she won an award at the Grammys this (laughs) past Monday, and she dedicated her award to all African women. So if you're listening, that dedication is definitely for you, and that's why we're playing Voodoo Child. But this is also the week when the much-anticipated Fifty Shades of Grey movie is coming out. And because it's Valentine's Day, everybody's talking sex, everybody's talking love, everybody's talking Fifty Shades of Grey. And so I thought I'm going to switch it up a little bit. And we're going to talk about a trilogy also called Danaka Chronicles. And it's written by a Zimbabwean-born UK um resident. Her name is Tracy Kandukandugure. Tracy is on the line to chat with us. Hello Tracy. I'm on the line. Hello Tracy. Hello. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. And how are you? I'm so excited that you actually were able to come on with people don't know out there is that I've been trying to get you. So a couple of weeks ago, there was an event out here in Joburg held by a filmmaker named Palesa Letlaka, and she uh, sent out extracts of this book. And it was extracts about a girl named Tanake and a guy named Fungai. Yes. And... Lots and lots and lots of skin, of sex, of body parts, of completely um, the kind of stuff that we're actually unaccustomed to. I think the kind like hearing Fungai and Tanaka and Zotwa in that context is a little bit... um, how can I put it? A little bit shaky on the inside part. And so I thought, I definitely have to have a conversation with this woman because I missed you when you were out here in Joburg. Tracy, yes. this yes. is a racy book. Yes. Where did the inspiration to write this come from? Do you know, um, I grew up reading books. And uh, as I got older, I just got to read everything. It's just an eclectic mix of books. Of books. And then um, I was drawn to erotica. And I just asked myself as one of those who could um, do uh, some justice to, to it. But then I wanted something different, uh, something with an African twist to it, which is, uh, you don't find in many of these books. Yo, 
And up until Fifty Shades of Grey came out, we literally, literally had not, um, in the mainstream, read anything like what was in Fifty Shades. And when I read um, parts of your book, I, I was, I was a little bit, I must say, I, I was a little bit uncomfortable. <laughs> what? What was for you writing this? What has been the the response that you've received? Is she gone? I'm gonna try and and read. So we're we're talking to Tracy on the phone, and as you know, there's all sorts of issues happening right now. But let me read you a piece of um, the book. My heart beat like the African drum at a ceremony to incarnate the spirits. When you hear them, you feel something inside your body because they have the supernatural power which goes into the body and touches the soul and wakes our spirit. A pulse throbbed madly somewhere deep in my vagina, making my pussy even wetter. Sexual tension tightened my chest and knotted my stomach. My breathing quickened. In those moments leading up to orgasm, I found myself crossing my legs to stop the deluge of pussy juices escaping from my snatch. The way my body reacted to his touch surprised me. So this was, wow. When I first read this, I was like, woohoo, this girl. And as you're reading this book, I mean, so Tanaka Chronicles is three books in total. And all three of the books are really about this girl who was born in Zimbabwe and goes to the UK. Um, and when, when Tracy comes back on, I must remember to ask her how much of that is actually autobiographical because it sounds a little bit like her history. And she's like, like most of us, you know, kind of brought up to be sex is sacred. You've got to wait till you're married and you, you've got to save yourself with the right guy. And then she meets this guy, Fungai who just, as, as, as would happen with most girls who are utterly in love for the very first time, finds herself completely overtaken by this guy and how, and how he touches her and kisses her. And it is an extremely sexual book. It's an extremely sensual book. And after the experience with Fungai, a beast has been awoken in Miss Tanaka who actually finds herself kind of needing to explore her sexuality further. And the books take you through the experience. They take you through experience of Tanaka as she's in threesomes. They take you through the experience of Tanaka meeting a white guy and finding herself kind of ooh, um, overtaken by something she's never thought ever would happen in her life, you know. So Tanaka's, Rick, Ricky is described as a blue eye, a blonde, blue eyed sex god on legs. And this is what Tanaka finds herself kind of drawn into. And the most, the most interesting and exciting thing about the book for me was that, and when I spoke to Palisa about the book a little bit earlier, she was telling me how she found, as a person who reads a lot of chiclet and also a lot of erotica, found that the book was written predominantly from a pussy perspective. So this is not the kind of, this is what guys think, women think, 
this is definitely what a girl thinks when having these experiences. This is the kind of book that you recognize yourself in it and sometimes have to stop yourself from the things that are, are happening in your mind that you are envisaging. And, and I had a conversation with a whole lot of girls after the event. And one of the things that everybody kept talking about is, ooh, to have characters like Fungai and Tanaka, there's a character named Zodwa, makes it all so close to home. So it's more than just reading a book that's that's happening in your mind. It's actually just reading a book that is incredibly close to home, that has so many things that that sound like the experiences that we've had. I think we've got Tracy back on the line. Tracy? Hello, Tracy. I'm sorry we lost you there, ma'am. Yes. So I just... It's better now. Much better. It's much better now. And I've, I've, okay. I've just been reading a little bit from the book just to give our listeners a little bit of a taste of what happens. Yes. And, and I just wanted to know how much... So Tanaka's story and journey, she's born in Zimbabwe and travels to the UK. Sounds a lot, yes. sounds a lot like another lady we know. Is it is is any yes. of this fantasy slash based on reality of Tracy's life? You know, um, I realize that when you you have a story inside you and you're writing a book, uh, some parts of it have to be otherwise. Yes. What is in the book? Yes. Some of it and experiences. So I would say that the experiences that I encountered. Uh, in and being does that make sense? That makes absolute sense because reading, um, and as you know, I've only just received the book. How do people get hold of this book? Because I got my copy, obviously, very specially from Palesa. But how else can one get hold of this book, Tanaka Chronicles? You know, I can get the book from Mega uh, Books uh, in Cape Town. Yes, um, their, their email address is Mega we can get it as an ebook as well. So the the, yes. the yes. book for me when I when I was reading the parts that I was reading, I think one of the things that that touched me deeply to use the words of Tanaka is it's yes. so it's so close to the perspective of a woman. This is not literature that's kind of, this is maybe what women feel when they go through these kinds of experiences. Balissa said, and I love the term, it's deeply, deeply from a pussy perspective. How has the reaction been for you from some of your readers? Uh, I didn't quite get that. We have to try with getting that as well. The, the reaction from the, readers of the book? Yes. What from it, reading the book? Yes. Have you had, because yeah. you've got a website as well, have you had any kind of comments and feedback coming back to you? Yes. Um, the comments that I get is that, you know, when somebody gets hold of Tanaka Chronicles, they um, enjoy so much. And uh, it gives them so many emotions and so many feelings. And uh, some of them are, are, are now uh, waiting for the second book because they feel there's more to come. They need more of um, the expressions, uh, uh, the, the life in the book, uh, the characters and how they are developing. 
So I've got quite a lot of people asking for book two and book three. Yes. And any resistance? Because it's 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 a very um, different perspective on erotica, and uh, you know yeah. we we have lots of un African things being bandied about, things about what is African and what is not accepted as African. Are there any? And there's, there's a part in the book where with Gemma, uh, where Tanaka finds herself having to to have an ancestral. Uh, experience and kind of looking for validation for what she's experiencing. Have you had any... Yeah. Tracy, can you hear me? Have you had any backlash yeah. from that? No, no, I haven't. I think it's because most people who do erotica are people who are already enlightened and are people who enjoy erotica. So, it is that they backlash. Uh, people are embracing um, uh, erotica in the book. I think some people have been living in a repressed culture, you know, and um, the, the sexual um, identity has been associated by um, because of sex and sexual erotism, the backwards distinction and the song and I'm going to try this line again because we're, we're having quite a little bit of trouble hearing you on our side. It's very soft so I'm going to try this line again. Let's take a short break. We'll play a song and then when we come back we'll listen a little bit more. Central.com. Music has always, always, always been on the forefront. I mean, we're not afraid to sing along to those lyrics. And I remember, I think when that song, Shoop in particular, came out, I was so young and I always used to sing these songs. And my mother always used to have this look about her as I'm singing these songs, which I I must admit, I don't know if I truly, truly, truly understood what they were saying. And then when I did begin understanding what they were saying, I was just um, going to freak my mother out about that and th that's the thing about art is it kind of takes us to those places that that we're we're not sure we're ready to go to but when we are and um another piece out of the book that that i thought i'd share with you um reads as such and and this is between fungai and <laughs> and tanaka and at the very beginning when tanaka's still like unsure and, and experiencing this guy who's who's taking her to all these places and this is a girl who's just like just been a virgin and now suddenly this guy is completely putting her in all these these places and she's there's a lot of things that young Tanaka hasn't done at this part of the book and Fungai 
and it starts out with Fungai talking to her and he says, I like my cock to be tongue massaged and paid attention to. I love to have it in a hot mouth being licked and sucked. I also like my nuts licked and played with. Will you kiss it for me, <laughs> please? You can just lick it with your tongue and get it wet with your saliva and take it in your mouth. I'll show you how. Okay. Um, and, and of course, when, when I was reading it, I was like, oh, my goodness, I wonder how I'd feel with all of this happening to me. And she goes, I didn't know if I was ready, but embracing Fungai and being submissive brought passion, strength and life to a relationship. It was a sure way to awaken the most masculine yet tender character in a man. It brought more passion, strength and life to a relationship, Fungai told me. I'd never sucked cock before. But if that was how our relationship was going to evolve, I was game for it. I wondered how it would feel to have his pee-pee in my mouth, stroking it with my tongue. And that's just the thing, you know, as I was reading all of this, I, I remember even my own little experiences of, of sexual awakening. And, and it's so real and it was so close. It was so well written. I've also read Fifty Shades of Grey um, because a, a really good friend of mine that I've got on the line, Glenda, is a big, 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 big fan. And I couldn't understand why she was so excited about this book. And so I asked her to come and just chat with us about her experience with the book. Glenda. Hi. Hello, hello. darling. Hello. Let's chat with us. So you're a big fan, a very big fan of Fifty Shades. A very big fan. <laughs> why? Oh, my gosh. It was a book that, that that just just like you said that that did things to me. It literally did things to me. So reading it, I would I would now and again have to change my underwear. Oh yeah, I was gonna put a warning. I'll put a warning when I put the um. When I put the podcast up, that uh, that might be necessary when you read this book. You might have to have a, an extra. This is not the kind of book you kind of just sit there and read on the hot train on your way to the airport. <laughs> yeah, you'd be sitting and you'd be changing positions quite a few times and people will start wondering. And before you read Fifty Shades, had yeah. you ever read Erotica before? No, I had never. And the reason why I read Fifty Shades is because I thought it was not erotic. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was. Okay, I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. And then, at the beginning of the book, this woman takes you on, on this long-winded description of things. And you think, oh my gosh, this, this is going to be such a boring book. But it's because she is setting you up for exactly how she writes the book. And after reading the book, did yeah. it change your perspective of sexuality? To a certain extent, yes. In what to way? <laughs> what do you mean to a certain extent? Don't be vague here, cryptic. Because, because I had to, I had to do serious work on myself and remind myself that, okay, that was fiction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we changed your expectations a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 
because you know, I started looking at my husband funny. Like, okay, guy, how come you're not doing these things to me? How come? How come I'm not? I'm not experiencing these things. You know? <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> and I shared a little bit of of um of Tanaka's chronicles. Would you ever mm. read African erotica? I would. If if it crossed my path now, I would. So and you I don't go out people. looking for it? No, I don't. Why not? I don't know, Pumi. Um, <laughs> I actually I don't know. <laughs> I I have not I have not picked up erotica after Fifty Shades. Oh really? Which I read four times. Oh, three books. Which you read three books four times. Now that <laughs> that in itself, I mean, that has is another conversation. Did you try any of the things in the book? Um, yes, yes. I, I we actually I think I had about two parties, which were very much inspired by Fifty Shades. So, so what I what I then tried were the toys, which I which I also had never tried before. Aha! So and, it and emboldened you. So you think that the yes, book emboldened you sexually? It absolutely did. It absolutely did. And it made my husband look at me funny. But yeah. Did he, did he look at you funny? Did he not ask you? Did he not? Did you tell him when you were reading Fifty Shades? Did you say to him, baby, I'm reading this book. It's going to change your life in my bed. <laughs> No, I didn't. <laughs> but I would read extracts, and he would look at me. Funny. Would you read him extracts of the book? Yes. Okay. I would read him extracts, and and he would like, "What are you reading?" And I said, "It's a love story." It just. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So that that is, and did it make your sex life better? <sighs> hmm. No, but it it made it more interesting. Oh, it made it interesting, not better. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think better. Okay, so that's no, devastating for me. I I, <laughs> I do have a, a copy of the Chronicles. So Tanaka's Chronicles is also a trilogy, like Fifty Shades, and oh, okay. uh, it's got characters like Zotwa. I wonder how yeah. Zotwa next to those words. It's quite a uh-huh. quite an exciting experience. <laughs> and Tracy comes to South Africa a lot. So next time she's in South Africa, I think I'm going to organize a little reading with her. You've got to. You've got to. <laughs> Are you going to watch the movie? I am so going to watch the movie. Have you got your ticket yet? It's my birthday today. I've got a friend who organized me tickets. And she's taking me to watch the movie tomorrow as a girls' night out. Oh man, how girls' nights! Halala. It's, it's a girls' night. You know those things that they do at the cinemas? Yeah. The girls' night out where it's only ladies. One of those. That is, that is what I'm doing tomorrow night. Beside yourself. Beside yourself. Look, I, I'm taking three sets of underwear with me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Thank you, Glenda. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoy it. I plan to. I plan to absolutely have a ball. Thank you. <laughs> right, darling. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Tracy is back on the line, and I'm I'm hoping we'll have a better chance with her. Let's try with Tracy one more time. Cliffcentral.com. Hello, Tracy. 
Hi. This is a much better line. Oh, yeah, that's better. It's a I'm much better. about all that. No, no, no. This is the thing about technology, but thank you for trying so hard. I've just been chatting with someone who, who says the first time she ever read um, erotica was Fifty Shades of Grey, and she didn't realize that it was erotica. So she just kind of picked up this book, and there was so much hype about it. She picked up this book, and she started reading it, and then found herself, like, accosted by... <laughs> <laughs> And yes. then completely fell in love with it. But as an author, yes. how did you fall in love with writing erotica? Do you know, um, I, I, um, when I started, it was not erotica. It was just a love story. But then um, I realized it was so bland and it didn't get my juices going. So I thought, well, let me change it around and, get, and make it an exciting book. If it excited me, it will surely excite my readers. So that's how I looked at it. So, Tracy, are you telling me this book excites you? Yes. And you're married? And what does your husband think about your line of work? My line of work? I am retired. Mm -hmm. I used to be a social worker. Mm -hmm. But now I just write and write and write. My brain is over is in overdrive with erotic uh, fantasies. <laughs> <laughs> your favorite part of the book? What's your favorite part of the book? Uh, the part of the book. Your favorite? I know it's like asking oh you who's my, your favorite you child. My, my, right. My favorite part of the book is um, actually uh, when um, Tanaka tries. Uh, tries the threesome, and um, and she tries the lesbian part of um, with, with the husband life. and wi- with the husband and wife team. Is that your favorite part? Yes, yes the husband and wife team, because it's something different. Uh, it's something more erotic than um, what they're. Oh, you see, as I'm as I'm getting myself. In in my position, I feel like I'm just going for my cup of coffee. We've lost her again, but it's it's amazing because when she, <laughs> you should see. I'm gonna post this book, a copy of the book later, and uh, I'd like to post a challenge. I think I'm gonna post a challenge out there. I must talk to somebody here and ask them how how we post this. I do have a copy of the book that I'd really really love to give away to. To one one lucky reader, but it's got to be exciting. Whatever you you send me, that's going to make you get this book has got to be exciting. But when I when I looked at it, and when Palisa, when I first asked Palisa to say, Palisa, I heard this thing that you were having, and I really want to get, I really want to get Tracy. And Palisa sent me a thing like all good black girls saying, "Mum Tracy," because as she says, she's retired. And I thought, yo. Now I'm going to be talking to Mom Tracy about these sex things. <laughs> and, and when you see, when you see the cover and you see Mom Tracy, you, you, it's, it's quite a, quite an exciting thing to see because you, it's so unexpected. It's such an, and when you've read through this entire book and there's lots of very steamy scenes, there's lots of, um, Lots of self-discovery that Tanaka goes through. And as she's going through all of these things, I'm really, if I can get her back on the line, I'm going to ask her how she researched for this book. Because if if she's just a, an old lady who's now retired, hmm, where do you find the research for this kind of 
book. But also because it's we're, we're celebrating um, all things erotic and we're celebrating all things Fifty Shades of Grey. And with the movie coming out tomorrow, I thought a little um, piece of the soundtrack would be an appropriate thing to have in the show. And I was so um, surprised to see so much of the soundtrack is also uh, classical. And this one, which the song is amazing. It's Jesu, Joy of Man's Desiring, which is actually by Bach. I thought, ooh, let's play a little bit of that and hear what you can expect to experience tomorrow when you're in the theater, salivating over that gorgeous Mr. Grey that they've cast. of scenes that will be said to in the movie because that is one of those pieces of music that is absolutely like serene and sweet and you can imagine all sorts of old men listening to it on Classic FM but I thought it would be nice to play it on cliffcentral.com because we're talking about love we're talking about erotica we're talking about Grey's and Grey's Anatomy <laughs> <laughs> you, can see, of gray. you can see where my mind is when I think about grey <laughs> but I also then thought I'm going to ask some of the staff members to ask them have you read erotica ever before guys no. I've seen erotica I've never read it, it John, <clears throat> erotica or porn, those two things are not the same. Oh, are they different? They're <laughs> <laughs> so what are you guys is, are any of you going to see the movie no, apparently, like, the first opening one is for girls' night or something. Tomorrow night. So guys aren't allowed. Um, and then, yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not that keen on it. Eh? But uh, I must say, the trailer looks good. I wasn't expecting it. Oh, I haven't seen, I haven't even haven't seen, seen the, the trailer. trailer. It's where they're in the hardware store. Mm. Oh, I, I remember that part of the he's book. buying cable ties and uh, rope. Uh, oh, my God. I remember that and part that of the book. there's all sexual tension. Yeah. No. I haven't read the book, so... I haven't read it either. Are you going to go watch the the movie, Gatla? Sometime. Maybe I'll wait for it to go to ETV. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to wait like five years. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe Mnet. Why are you not excited by it? All sorts of girls are excited by it. Maybe because I haven't read the book or maybe just because I'm not excited by that kind of stuff. It's just not my department of things. Oh, it's kind of a weird Pop movie culture. to watch with your friends, though. Yeah. You need to watch it with a partner. how do you sit through those, those scenes? Awkward scenes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like... You must go with your partner and touch each other during the movie. I hope not. I uh, hope you well, don't go with somebody and touch each other. That would be awkward if it's your somebody, nobody will see anything. It's dark. I was once in a movie, and it was, like, one of those movies that have nothing to do with anything, and a guy, like... Exposed himself at oh. my friend and I. Ew. You would think, yeah, it happens. Rosebank Mall. Have you ever had the hole in the popcorn box thing? 
Good huh? God. I, what is that? It's where a guy puts a hole in his popcorn box, then he puts the popcorn box on his lap, and then you're eating out of the... And eventually, yeah. That's you, gross. When you reach over, you grab something else. That is absolutely gross. I never <laughs> go to the movies with guys. <laughs> <laughs> with, no, with Jonah's friends. <laughs> I thought that was a normal thing. You thought oh it was God. a normal thing. Was, and Valentine's Day, guys, it's also happening this week. Yeah. To celebrate Valentine's Day, you need a Valentine, which yeah. I don't have. You need a boyfriend or whatever. But Kat must say what she really calls it. The whole week she's been saying, Valentine's. What? <laughs> no, I did not say Valentine's. Oh, Kat, this could be the moment where you embolden yourself and, and send out that note that says, hey, hey, Mr. Lover. Do you have a someone who you you fancy from afar? No, I've actually never really celebrated Valentine's Day. I've never been in a relationship on Valentine's or during that time of Valentine's Day. So yeah, never gotten gifts and stuff. Do you fantasize about it, having um, that kind of a day? I guess so. I guess every girl does. And w- and what what would your perfect Valentine's be like? Breakfast in bed in the mm. morning, then we go to work, and then dinner at night. I think we're and work. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, work is a, a big Saturday. part of your Valentine. Yeah, well, you know, work is if a big it's part of your week. love. And then, yeah, and then maybe during the day, he'll like surprise me with little gifts that get delivered to work. Um, and then after work, we go for dinner, and then <laughs> he gives me the jewelry, you see, the presents. <laughs> and what would you do? What would you do for him on Valentine's Day? Oh. <laughs> she hasn't thought she fantasize is Valenti- about that. Is Valentine's Day a day for girls in your book? Yes. Is it what guys do to girls? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. And you, Jono? Um, I saw this cool thing on Facebook that said, don't be sad if you don't have a Valentine's because nobody loves you the rest of the year either. So that's what I'm <laughs> taking with me. I'm not that sad. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm but really like for me, it's just a money-making thing. I honestly couldn't. Yeah, yeah it's probably more of an American thing also, like Halloween as well. Yeah. yeah. Valentine's yeah. a big thing in my life. Really? Yeah, it is. My son this morning told me, he can, can he have 10 rand so he can buy me a rose? Oh, that's <laughs> sweet. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, but the schools also make money off of the little kids, you know. You have to buy your little badges, and if you want to wear civvies on the day or the Friday, then you pay five rand. But, Jono, what would be your ultimate Valentine's kind of thing? So if you had that Valentine, what would you be doing, or what would you be expecting on that day? Just see lots of food. No work. Food. Just time off. Yeah, just to have like whatever you want to eat, whenever you want to eat it. That do sounds a lot like do. Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> no, but for real, like Valentine's has always been like a thing for me. Of it's just another day. There's no build up to it. Yeah, for me. it's also it's not just like another Christmas day for or me. Easter, where there's a bit of a build up. Uh, for me, it just comes. Justin J. Yeah, That's the red day. Oh. Are you wearing red to work? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. How guys? On Friday, what? it's the naked show, so we're not really the naked sex show. Um, yeah, so we're not you wearing red. You guys get red, naked here on anything. Fridays? We're no, not just here? this Friday. The sex show is. Yeah, this it's the naked edition. It's the, the naked edition show. of the sex show yeah. on Friday. Yeah. Uh, I thought this is just one of those other things that happen here when I'm not here. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's a once-off. Well, I hope that um, one of these days you get one of those valentines. That's mm. that Valentine that changes your mind, guys. Mm. My husband. Maybe 2016. Yeah, because to be the cynical, guys, you can't live your lives like this. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I can change your minds and you, we can all go together to see 
Fifty Shades next week when mm. the crowd. John, but if you don't have a Valentine's, don't you think tomorrow would be the perfect day to kind of mill around near the movies because there'll be thousands of girls there watching, like, in perhaps the in the that, space. Perhaps that's a plan, but yeah, I think you got to catch them when they come out the movie though, because that's <laughs> then it's awkward because they're walking with their boyfriends. <laughs> oh, yeah. But tomorrow's the girls' day. Hey. Yeah, because my friend as well, one of my girlfriends, I'm a girlfriend, but yeah, she said uh, that they're going to see it. And I'm like, oh, shot for the invite. And she's like, no, it's, it's only for girls. I was like, oh, okay. I'm telling you, it's a great hunting ground. Great hunting ground. If it's mm. only girls coming out of that movie, you could just be there and be the baby. <laughs> I could be your Mr. Grey. Christian Grey. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> well, thanks for coming to chat with me. Okay. Thank you. Oh, and Palace has just reminded me that on Friday, Johnny Gill and James Ingram, who are actually like the, the, why don't we have one of those songs, Palace, to play on the show today? Very exciting. Johnny Gill and James Ingram, who are like the 90s version of sex gods, R&B sex gods on O'Neill's show. They're going to be here doing a un, unplugged on and radio for real. So uh, that's also something to look forward to this week, this very busy, busy week. Cliffcentral.com. I need your love. I need your love. I need your la 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 la. Let me love you. On Cliffcentral.com. I need your love. And today, because it's just a couple of days before Valentine's Day, we've been talking about erotica and the female sexual awakening. We've been talking to, we've been talking about, um, African erotica, talking about Tanaka Chronicles by Tracy Kandungure. I hope I'm saying that right. And, and an incredible, incredible book that is really written from the woman's perspective of what it feels like to be Finding yourself sexually and what it feels like for girls to be finding themselves sexually. And before I say goodbye, just to give you a little bit of a one last taste of what Tanaka says and feels about herself, um, that I'm in love with life and the world is my oyster. I'm setting out coolly and rationally to explore my insatiable sexual appetite. And I think a lot of girls probably feel like that. And the only way we get to live it is through literature. And just as a final, final, we didn't get to have our health hour today. But when you're out there exploring yourself, always remember, girls, that you are the person that's in charge of your health and your sexuality. But you are also the only person that's going to keep you safe. So be safe out there as you're playing on finding your own Mr. Gray, finding your own sexuality and finding ways to express that sexuality in yourself. You are on Womandla and I'm Pumima Shekho and we've been talking Tanaka Chronicles. And I am going to talk, I'm going to talk to Dory and ask Dory to brainstorm with me. I do have a copy of the book to give out. And so Dory is going to be the person that's going to help me figure out what it is that you have to do. Because I'm not just going to give you the book, but you're going to have to download the podcast. Tell us what you thought. And definitely there's going to be something that you have to do. And Dory is going to be the person that gets to decide. And Palisa, with a huge, huge, huge smile on the other side of the window, is just reminding me on my ear that don't forget to say that Johnny Gill and who's the other guy? James Ingram, the 90s R&B sex gods, are going to be up in here the day before Valentine's Day. And it's a special for the ladies, ladies, ladies. I'm Pobi Mashekho and you're listening to Womanda. Keeping it real. On cliffcentral.com.